gosh. I might. Okay, well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Muckily Moments. We is Mamo. We are a podcast about everything, anything, and nothing all at once. We're just good people bonding over food and drinks. And today, we got recurring guests today. We got Miss T. Hey. And we got Pauline. Hello. Miss Pow Pow, that is I. Yes. You guys haven't heard from Pauline since maybe a February. year. February. February? Yes. Which I don't know when that episode came out. Um, but In yeah. February. Did it come out in February? Yeah. It came okay. out on Valentine's Day. Oh, it did? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, you haven't heard since Valentine's. Now I'm back. Yes, almost a year. Okay, mm-hmm. and Miss T, you were on the an episode like maybe a few days ago? E- no, it was just yesterday. It was yesterday. It was just yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Well, welcome, guys. Dan clearly doesn't love me. The last time I've been on here was a year. Girl, you don't give time for us. <laughs> okay, well, I'm busy, okay? You're busy with other people. <laughs> okay, you're, well, you're, you you have a spot for me because, you know, I'm leaving Korea soon. So I got to make time for you guys. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we feel so honored to be in your presence right now. Mm. You should. I mean, I, res- I respond like once in a year. <laughs> The last time I seen you guys was six months ago, actually. It was. It was a crazy time. I still remember. And I still tell people that was the one time I ever got drunk in Korea was with you guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the only, that's really? That's the only time you got drunk in Korea? Yeah. Wow. I let myself loose with you guys. You had fun, I guess. Yeah. Someone else let themselves. Be, uh, more loose though. oh yeah i let myself yeah. loose that night <laughs> i think i've told oh story yeah I threw, I threw up at her place mm, that was fun yeah mm. it tasted really gross too oh it, yeah we made your room smell i remember that it was gross oh yeah we spilled beer we had pig feet yeah it was I don't not a good remember. time i remember because like i don't know what happened but you it was like during september so it was still quite hot and you didn't leave your windows open and the smell just fermented in your room (laughs) oh my god that's disgusting oh my gosh but tonight dan fed us really well i did i made you guys what did i call it vegetated pasta oh yeah so we're actually called the vegetated viets the vvs oh yes that's what we call ourselves because all of us come from vietnamese heritage to an extent where did vegetated come from like are we that like no here's the thing with my uh with my group chats Every time I make a group chat, um, I'm degrading. You're de- degrading? Yes, I degrade all of my group chats. You tell do. us something that you that we don't know. You don't know? What do you mean by that? I mean... As in, like, tell us something we don't know. Yeah. Like, we know, oh. that, we you- know that you do this. <laughs> oh, okay. We know you're a degrading asshole. Yeah, exactly. but it's all out of love. You know? I mean, I invited you guys to my house. I made you dinner and everything. And we're now just, okay. like, basically shitting on you, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. It's what we do. No, like I was saying, uh, hanging out with white people. I think I told both of you guys a story, yeah? Did oh, yes, yes. Yes. Hanging uh, out with white people. I don't know if it's a common thing, but white people are nice. They don't shit on each other. At least the white people I've hung out with. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, like they don't pr- pressure each other into doing anything. They're just nice and they have each other's back. Whereas us, Asians, we're always giving each other shit. It's part of our culture. If we don't shit on you, it means we don't love you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If I don't shit on you, it means I don't give a fuck about you. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, a term of endearment. It's my way of showing love. It's hard, tough love. <laughs> and if white people aren't around that, then, they yeah, yeah. take offense to it. Oh, they do. They. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it firsthand several times already. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to fuck with white people. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't get along that well with my white friends. I mean, obviously because I'm Asian, I have a closer connection with them, mm. but it's hard for me to build a special bond with them. And it's more so to do with like maybe Western and Eastern culture and them not willing to step into my world. Yeah, it's kind of true. They don't get to see it from our perspective. We're it's from North America. It. Yeah. So it's a given that we're a part of their there, world. Yeah you know they're not willing the only thing they know about eastern culture is probably chinatown or like the vietnamese restaurant they eat yeah but even then they go in a shit place like you go into a vet place they gotta have a number on it like pho eight for nine <laughs> they, for go, nine, they, nine. Go, they go to what the fuck exactly like, oh my god and they probably love emoy too oh yeah oh my gosh do, you know here we are shitting on white people sorry white people i love you guys i do have white friends don't don't get me wrong me too i, I have you, guys. I, you know one of my best friends is white 
he's a dope ass Australian ass motherfucker. Cunt. Dog cunt. Love you, man. Have you guys ever dated white people? No. Huh. I've had crushes on white girls, for sure. T? No. Would you? I would, I'll be down if they were like, if they were woke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, white woke's a completely different thing. They take it too far. Yeah, they do. And it's just like, listen, I mean, there was a story that I saw on Facebook, right? It was like a pack of dumplings and they had Ling Ling on it. And then some <laughs> white people were like, yo, that's racist. That's wrong. And Asian people were like, you don't got to be offended for us. It's yeah. chill. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. they take offense for us. It's like, it's not direct. To, what if it was Ling Ling was named by an Asian person? What if the owner was, was Asian? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Th- that's exactly what happened with, um, there was a, what was it? I think it was a Costco or Ikea. Mm-hmm. There was a restaurant. Um, it was ran by a Korean lady and she named it like, what the kimchi or something like mm-hmm. that I, I don't remember the name but it was like a racist name and then a white person spoke up it's like yo that's so fucking racist and like bitch i'm korean yeah like don't tell me my own culture my own culture is ra- like i'm racist to my own culture yeah i'm like dude i'm embracing my culture right now exactly like, you know i hate it when people take things like it's just like you you can be an ally but if you're an, if you're an ally then shut up about it but don't be offended on my behalf because yeah. you have you no right to exactly yeah. don't speak for me Dude, did you guys see the Donald Trump tweet? Oh, the Chinese virus? Yeah, like, don't worry, guys. I have us protected from the Chinese virus. Ooh. Oh, my god. You gonna protect us from the American AIDS too, Trump? Oh, my gosh. That Ouch. was, like, mm-mm. That's, um, ooh, that's ignorance. That's straight ignorance. <laughs> straight ignorance. But some people follow that. Some people deeply oh, yeah. believe the Chinese virus. But you know what? You Did you also hear that people in China really do believe that the coronavirus was America's work? I, I did not hear that. There's conspiracies going around. There's a lot of conspiracies. Lot. What, what what was it? About? Basically, uh, apparently, a very high official in China says, oh, it's a little suspicious how the coronavirus outbreak happened during, like, Lunar New Year. It must have been the Americans trying to, like, boycott the Chinese economy because we're doing so well, quote-unquote. Oh. Yeah. Damn, and then it's like, just drop a bomb on them real quick. You know, humble them a little bit, the Chinese. That's kind of the conspiracy that's crazy slow them down a bit you know no but then like all of my stocks and all of my oh, investments they're oh, going Jesus. down the oh plummeting. my god i'm losing so much money i'm losing thousands i'm oh my so gosh. mad by the way guys it's 2020 during corona corona time it's a corona time fool and it's a big fucking issue right now we're heading towards recession so yes yeah and I thought that recession would happen with like the fucking uh, what do you call it student loans, but maybe it's the corona <laughs> pushing oh things gosh. along. I don't know. Mm. Everyone is laid off. You yeah. know, at least we're living in Korea, where it's a role model country right now. But at least we have jobs. Like, be yeah. grateful for that. That our schools are not laying us off. <laughs> exactly. We're still having okay. full salary and everything like that. Yeah. Getting paid leaves and shit. Yeah. We still have a job. That's nice. Because Korea actually does it right. They're rationing. Yo, compare like the grocery shelves to Korea and compare it to America. Yeah. Who has toilet paper? We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who you know? has food, meat, everything stocked in the shelves, perishables? We do. You know why? You know what? If you needed that much toilet paper within a span of two weeks during quarantine time, then you should have went to the doctor a long time ago because that's a medical issue. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, she's marky today. Mm. Yeah, we have little Gopchang here with us. You a little barky today, aren't you? Mm. I swear there's fireworks. That's why she's barking. Or oh no, it's the footsteps. Every time the neighbors come in and out, she mm. just starts barking. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure how to stop that. Guys, I leave you guys in less than. 39 days i literally have 38 Ooh. days left with okay. the contract what's on your bucket list to do before then hike 10 more mountains you got a list okay. i got a list hike 10 more mountains and visit three cities that i have not been to so that is my bucket list what, what cities? cities um well this weekend jinx. i'm going well, yeah jinx wow <laughs> whoa okay uh, this weekend i'm going to goji 
the goge. Okay. Why is it the goge, Dan? Because <laughs> it sounds like it sounds sexual. It sounds like a dick or something. The goge. We'll find out. Polly, <laughs> report back to us mm-hmm. <laughs> if I find any. But yeah, I'm gonna go to Goji. Have you been to Goji? No. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. I'm excited. Okay, what else? Um, Yosu. Oh, Yosu is so nice. Oh, I've heard so many good things about there. I've been yeah. there like three or four times by now. Yosu. It's probably my favorite city. It is my favorite city on mainland Korea. Wow. Yeah, I love Yosu. Yeah. Yeah. And then go back to Sokcho because I love mm. Sokcho. Okay. Mm. Oh, the DMZ, but I can't do that. Why not? Uh, Corona. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Dude, they've been shut down for like half a year now. First, it was with the African swine flu, and now it's with Corona. Mm. So Apparently, now China's hit with a another avian flu, a type of avian flu. Is it a new one? Yeah, now it's affecting chickens. Damn. Are Is you guys mentally or? affected by Corona? No, I mean, I'm just really chilling really at home. Chill. You give me the last few episodes I've done, like four or five episodes have been in my house during Corona season. So I was like, mm, I have guests over all the time. But it's only because Korea is handling it so well. Yeah. They're doing a really good job out here. Like probably the best. Dude, my friends back home, they can't, they don't even have enough groceries because they would go to the stores and everything's sold out. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I've been seeing a lot of pictures online. It's like, people buying up everything is like bitch the cdc said nothing about buying toilet paper y'all act like you're on a train of poo on some how shit. did that even start like which person started <laughs> oh shit i'm myself quarantine for two weeks i need all this toilet paper because yeah. what if i shit my pants every day okay what about yeah. the guns huh what I'm... are you gonna do with the guns i don't know rob the people with toilet paper oh my gosh it's so crazy some person made a mean they're like they open up their um closet full of guns and they're like yo i can buy toilet paper anytime i want now with these guns <laughs> yeah I, yeah that's the only reason you have a gun right now probably did you guys hear like um it's like a lot of people are going to be having sex at home so it's going to be the like coronials the coronials did you guys hear about that that's cute no yeah and then um I mean, I heard I a coronacation. So. I've heard um, China's divorce rate just suddenly spiked because everybody is stuck <laughs> with their spouse. Exactly. I heard that too. Really, that is fucking gold. <clears throat> That's beautiful. And then, like, um, when they become teenagers, they become quarantines. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Isn't that good? That's oh good. my gosh. It's so good. That's good. But yeah, damn. Shit. But I, I would I don't know how I would handle like being at home for that long, like inside. by myself, yeah, yeah, with no dick. <laughs> uh, how far would you go for dick if you were quarantined for Corona? How how what lengths would you go just to get dick, just to get the tip in? <laughs> what? Just to get the uh, tip in? <laughs> my case is kind of easy. <laughs> Oh my god, why? Because you have like a... He has hands. Oh, no. oh no, no, it's not no, that. What's um, the thing? What's those things for guys? Flashlight? Yeah, flashlight. Oh, well, you're talking like actual pussy. Like it's... You do know... Oh, I'm like, you don't like, have a cat. D- like down the road, um, down the road where I live right now, it's all prostitutions. Oh. I don't know if you guys know that, but there's a lot of prostitutes down there. And they um, there's cards everywhere on the floor. And late at night, late at night, they'll pass out cards everywhere. Mm. You just pick up those numbers and just call. So I can just like... I actually have several cards here at home with me right now. Oh, you so gotta I, show us. Because you're planning to do it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have it just in case. I haven't used it before, but I had it just, just in case. case. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you like, organize it by day? Like, on Mondays, this number. Tuesdays, that number. Oh, no, it's usually just one number. And from what I've heard, I've never done it. But from what I've heard is that you call the number and just say where you are and they'll bring a girl. Oh, this is an agency. it's an agency. How close were you? what to calling oh, the never. number before never never yeah never i re- i'll like i'm being real right now mm. never but i have it just in case but like you usually... but you've been deprived for a while just saying <laughs> yeah but um yeah you just call them unlike On... t over here <laughs> no no but the agency though if you know a girl by name then you can get you can like mm. is she available then that's probably like appointment you know but otherwise they'll just send you random girl yeah from what i've heard well, I would never dip my foot in that cesspool. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If you're asking me how far I would go, that would I would not go that far, I guess. I would. But, you know, yeah. I would climb out a window and sneak to my boyfriend's house if that was the case. But I wouldn't. 
that seems pretty tame. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. And you? Oh, shit. <laughs> Are uh, you going to go down this street, the no. back street, or the one beside your house? Mm. <laughs> I mean, uh, all I got to do is uh, open up Tinder and just keep swiping in uh, five minutes. I already got my boys there. Mm. it's not hard cocky. for someone like you mm. mm-hmm. cocky that's the word no, no, cocky, yeah cocky, cocky or or what or uh-uh. self-empowered okay 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 call it what you like <laughs> mm, whatever makes you feel good okay mm. but like dick on tinder is very easy to come by so I easy it, uh, yeah i yeah. i uh d- isn't that the main purpose for Tinder? Anyways? In Korea, it's um, advertised as, you know, like friends. for relationships and friends. Mm. Really? Or language exchange. Mm. So that's why you see a lot of people are like, oh, language exchange. But then that's technically code for I want to fuck. I want a one night mm. stand. I want to hook up. That's mm. it. Speaking from a guy's perspective, um, I've been on Tinder. Um, most girls profile. One of the first things they'll say is like, no one night stand, no friends with benefits. Mm. So like. If 80, 90% of the girls, that's their first like line mm-hmm. on their profile, mm-hmm. you know what kind of guys they're getting, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I kind of get the the demographic here. But a lot of guys on Tinder in Korea don't read. They just keep swiping. Don't what? Don't read. They don't read. They just look oh, at the face. Oh, just face. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe I like to read. <laughs> I don't know. No, but I, I saw a video. Everything. No, it's just because you're looking for something more. Yeah. Like, okay, that's probably why. Yeah. yeah. So then I was I saw this video, and apparently this is very true to like at least half the guys who use Tinder for hookups. What they'll do is like they'll just blindly swipe right, right, and they'll go back to their matches and they'll filter it out oh. like this girl is the type of girl I want to be with, I want to fuck, whatever. And like the girls that they're actually interested in like meeting up for whatever reason, they'll actually message. That's mm. why for me, like I don't message anyone first until they message me. I see. That's that sounds like the smart way to run that game, though. If that's what you're trying to do. I mean, the fact that you're that I'm on Tinder in Korea is mm. not smart to begin with. So <laughs> yeah, are they in it for the right intentions? Mm. Never. No, I will say this though. Uh, there's a very different divide between Twinder or not Twinder. Twinder. <laughs> was it Tinder? Tinder and Bumble. <laughs> okay. Sorry, so like Tinder, they have a whole. A lot of girls say no friends with benefits, whatever. Like 80, 90 percent of them. On Bumble, it's like kind of opposite. It's only like maybe 10% that will write no friends with benefit. Bumble is, is like, it's not known by Koreans as much. Is it, There's actually a lot of Koreans on there. Girls. Maybe in your area. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, like I've never been on any of these online social media dating platforms. So I don't really know how it works. Yeah. Besides you swipe yes or no and you message them. And you fuck or don't. Mm. I mean, that's my that's impression. That's my gauge of how to do things. I'm not on it anymore, so I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I was just on there just for experimental purposes. Because I need to get back in the game somehow. It wasn't for me. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. <laughs> but I know it works for some people. Yeah, it works for some people. There, I've had friends who met on Tinder or whatever. Yeah. You know? I feel like the vibe is totally different. Because back in Canada... I, I had a lot of friends who... Were you on Tinder in Canada? No, I only started in Korea because I was bored. Mm. <laughs> huh. But my friends, like some of my closest friends, like, they've met their long-term partners on Tinder. Because I feel like the vibe is different there. Yeah. For sure. I have some friends who, you know, met on Tinder. Okay, actually, I have a Korean friend in Tinder or on Tinder. And he met a foreigner. And I know that foreigner... And I also know my Korean friend and it's very awkward because it's like, I know he's not in it for the right reasons. But does she think so? Yeah. But I, what do I say? Who are you loyal to? The guy. <laughs> There's oh your God. answer. There's my answer. And that's why I haven't said a thing to her. But she's like head over heels for him. Poor girl thinks he's super in love with her, but he's not. And it's just like... Mm. Well, he's already in the wrong for trying to play her like that. Yeah. If she's a good friend, I would at least nudge her. She's not. I just know her. Okay, then fuck it. Yeah. Like, you know, I know she exists and, you know. I mean, if you don't have that type of relationship <clears throat> with her, honestly, there's always going to be like a dichotomy to be like, yo, like tell her, yo, don't tell her, don't like mind your own business kind of thing. Yeah. So like, just do whatever you think is right. Mm. I will mind my own business then. I'm leaving mm. anyways, so. It don't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I try to stay out of things because what you told me last time, I'm not going to put it 
out in public. But what you told me, I was like, mm. I mean, I mind my own business already in general. But you do not. I don't. What do you mean by you that? You do actually. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of something else. You do mind your own business. I do. You really do. Yeah. I mind my own goddamn business out here. Yeah. I really do. But even then, apparently, there are people been talking shit about me that I just learned like yesterday, literally. Wait, I know this because mm-hmm. I told you about it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, there's another thing that came up. Oh, shit. That Wait, you no, told me. That you told him. Yeah. Yeah, you told me. I yesterday. told you from... A different thing. Yeah. Do you remember what I yes, told you? I yeah. So this is different. This one's a different one now. Huh? Now I'm curious. Tell we'll, me. You told ta- him. But we'll talk about like After. off the off. Because this one, I don't, I don't want, oh. I don't want this one on record. Okay. Okay. But like, this thing happened maybe a year or two ago, and like it just and, resurfaced. And I I don't know how long it's been around. All I know is that it finally got to my ear. Uh huh. And like the reason why it finally got to my ear after two years is because I do my my own goddamn business. You know, and I don't know if it's still going around, but yeah. I'm like, really? But the fact that she's telling you, it's like, yeah. So I'm like, wait, is this pretty recent then? You know. So I'm like, I mind my own goddamn business, but still, people are still talking shit, and I don't even know these people. Like she listed names, who've been saying it, mm-hmm. and in my mind, I'm like, in my entire life, I know nobody with this name. Not even, not in Korea, not even back home. I'm like, I know nobody with this name. That is so crazy. But and they like, know you. They know me. I'm like what the fuck is going on mm. but so yeah i mind my own business so like you you're good you're about to leave you don't need to worry but i i don't care mm. what other people are doing i think like there's a sense of like peace with that it's there's. just like you know i could care i could put my foot in to their mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and that's gonna cause more drama for me because now like you're involved you're involved yeah. but at the same time it's just like listen like i don't want to like meddle with people's lives even though some people might believe that i should tell this person but at the same time like i have my own peace yeah it's gonna play out naturally she's gonna find out he's gonna probably gonna tell her or maybe like the relationship will work out who mm-hmm. knows regardless it's just like if you've been through a lot of shit and i feel like you have been i feel like you owe it to yourself to kind of have that self what's it called self um preservation mm. yeah like even me knowing this i'm like mm, whatever because e- like i said i don't know this person who's saying all this i'm like i don't even know you i can't picture i can't even put a face to a name yeah so what's the point of me getting into it you know it people will talk guys people talk. they will always talk yeah. they will know one percent about you but they and will turn that into 90 percent. they will make it seem like they've known you for the yeah. Like, that's why life. i lose respect for anyone who knows me who's, who, who supposedly knows me by talking to other people and think they know everything about me and i use that to talk shit about me yeah, I hate like that. you haven't met me in person you haven't had a conversation with me who the hell are you to say that i'm this and that when you've never seen me in person before mm-hmm. exactly you know with my piece um how maybe to stay like so peaceful i guess um is it's a phrase from um, an eminem song it's like you bought the jury of course they're gonna call me guilty huh think of it like that's that. pretty that's good. a really good one yeah. you bought the jury of course they're gonna call me guilty you know i had not even a single jury member on there to defend me yeah of course i'm guilty wow you know? i really like that yeah. that is so true you bought the jury of course i'm guilty try mm-hmm. saying that to my jury yeah then see what they'll think exactly then, right? see? yeah you guys are my jury <laughs> yeah you know? that's all i'm saying so that's how i'm able to keep like peaceful self-preserve yeah mm so all right you guys have pretty colorful backgrounds with all the shit that you guys have been through what was the one lesson that really changed your life the one lesson either your parent has told you or the one lesson that you learned on your own through life that really helped shape who you are today Um. huh Oh shit! Did it open a can of worms? I think it did. Yeah, it kind of does. I, I, like if you're asking for like one pinpoint thing, like do you know your pinpoint? Yeah, give us an example. I would say, like we just mentioned, people are gonna judge you no matter what you do. So might as well just go out and do what you love because they're gonna talk shit about that anyway. So give us an example. So what did you do, or what did people think you did? That made them start to talk shit about you to make you feel this way. 
What was it that they said about you? I think it was more so a collective experience. Mm. You know, whether I got like a job here or a job there, like my parents would never be happy with it. Whether I wanted to study more or like take up something that's within postgraduate studies. Like regardless of what I did, how much money I made, people are going to talk shit. People are always going to judge me. People are always going to like believe that I'm not good enough. And I didn't want to be that person who played into their beliefs because i have my own thing going on i don't mm. i want to believe in myself right and so i'm like fuck you know my mom i actually wanted to move to korea and teach when i was 22 and this was the point in my life where i couldn't find a job obviously and i've always wanted to live abroad and teach and everything my mom told me honey that's a job for people who don't have jobs mm. and i'm like okay but I'm doing it now, regardless of her opinion, I'm still doing it. So that basically says, shit, no matter what I do, as long as I'm happy, what other people say, it shouldn't matter because I'm just going to keep on doing me. It's my life. But you let it matter then. At that point. At that point, At you that did point. let it matter, yeah. But Where then- was that shift where it didn't matter then? Hmm? Where was that shift where it stopped mattering and you just did your own shit? The turning point was when I was making a lot of money at my marketing job i was working like 12 hour days making money but i was not happy but i did it to make my parents happy Mm. at that point i'm like i can't fucking do this based on other people's expectations so i basically ran away to korea Mm. you know i think me is probably similar um i know this story about expectations and it it hurts you deep. Yeah. Are you sure you want to go there? <laughs> no, I mean it's to a, think, to an extent. Yeah, I I think I just stopped caring. I, I, going along with you, I just stopped caring what other people think. Because at the end of the day, who's going to come home into this big house that I live in right now? Who is the one who has to buy the furniture? Who is the one who is going to cook me a meal? Who is going to pay my bills? You know. Who is going to be the one to make myself happy? Me. At the end of the day, if I think about it, I have to live in my own skin at the end of the day. The other person, my mom, yeah, you can say all of this, but do you deal with the things I do on a daily basis? No. I have to come home in my own skin, in my own name, my own presence, my own like aura, my own like being. No one's going to fill that space but me. Mm-hmm. So why should I let anyone else influence that because they can't it's impossible mm-hmm. you know so i just stop giving a fuck what other people say <laughs> and just do me yeah because in the end of the day i have to live in my own skin if that answers your question i mean we're all here because we're doing me yeah like we're doing ourselves yeah so i you know like i'd say that's the same for me too like if you let's i'm gonna like you know change the question a little bit but like the biggest regret in my life that has taught me, you know, one of my biggest life lessons is doing things to try to impress other people or trying to make other people happy. So basically putting others before myself mm-hmm. is like one of my biggest regrets. And that cu- that goes with being in a six-year long-term relationship with my high school sweetheart because it made our families happy because you know we've been together for six years everything is so normal now comfortable with each other but i was not happy and i cheated on him and i hid it from him i mean obviously i cheated on him he caught me i lied about it but i was doing that just to make our families happy Mm. but i wasn't happy so obviously I cheated for a reason. I wasn't happy. <coughs> That's one of, you know, and I actually am really, I regret not owning up to that. You know, when he confronted me and I lied about it. Until this day, I do feel really bad about it, but it taught me like what I, what I know I shouldn't do in the future. You know, just be honest with myself. If I'm not happy, leave rather than cause pain in others. It didn't yeah. hurt only him. It hurt others as it well. It hurt yeah. my family knowing that they have 
a daughter who would do this to someone. It hurts his family, you know, knowing that his son, their son was with someone who, you know, would hurt them, you know, hurt them. So, yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever cheated on your significant other? Uh, e- whether emo- it be emotionally or physically. Yeah, I've done it emotionally. That was part of the reason why my last relationship didn't work out, you know, but uh, I'm not going to go into too many details, uh, just my own private life, but mm-hmm. I, you guys pretty much know the story. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But at, at the end of the day, I told her, my ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. before I told this other girl that, you know, that I liked her, I had feelings for her, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I've cheated. Just to be clear, There's, I but, emotionally cheated too. I yeah. didn't physically cheat. I mean... but. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It is is what it is. It's what I did. Yeah. I feel like I've also emotionally cheated because I was unhappy. Mm -hmm. But like it was never towards like one specific person. Like I'll be in a relationship with this person and I would always be like looking elsewhere. Like constantly like have Mm. my eyes wander, so to speak. Mm. Like perspective kind of deal. Yeah, like or, like or is it does it come from a, I know I can do better, but more so it's like, oh, I wonder what I'll be like with this other person, or like I wish I had X, Y, Z in this relationship. Curiosity, yeah, curiosity, mm-hmm. and like the grass is always greener on the other side type of mentality, too. Do you still feel like that? Do you still have that mentality? When I was, um, at some point when I was really happy, like I felt fulfilled. And when I feel fulfilled, I feel like I don't have wandering eyes. But I feel like when I'm really unhappy or unsatisfied, I'm always going to wonder like, oh shit, like what's it like with this other person? Or what if this person had these qualities in addition to who they are that would make me feel happier, you mm-hmm. know? It's, I feel that too. It's that curiosity. And you're always going to want a perfect life. We always try to shoot for our own ideals. And obviously, that's in a utopian world, which doesn't exist. But doesn't mean we have to settle. Yeah. Mm, you know? We we can't have someone that, t- you know, ticks all the check marks on of our checklist. It's, but it's also about compromising, too. Yeah. If somebody ticks most of the check boxes, and there's maybe a few that are left unchecked, but you're able to look past that, then I think that's good enough. But you say you pass it. But, you know, what if you can't pass it in the future? Like, it comes back to you and be like, that was a red flag, you know? Then shit, that was my own fault for making that yeah, decision then. Like, it's hard. I have commitment issues, girl. I, I have commitment issues. As soon as I get comfortable, I'm... You get bored I'm easily? Bo- I'm getting bored and I... Yeah. And I don't know if how deep this issue is. You know, I, I just know I have commitment issues and I can't be happy with mm. one person. Why do you think you have commitment issues? Where do you think that stems from? Maybe my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Or actually in my family, there is no one that is still married in my entire family. Uncles, aunts, mom's side, dad's side. No one is still married. Mm. Everyone divorced or they separated. You know, I think mine's the same. Everybody, I can't, like off the top of my head, I can't think of a single relationship that is still around. To this day, like aunts, uncles, even parents, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I feel the same way with you. The reason why I'm so choosy about who I, even like friends, I'm very choosy about who I have in my life. I think it stems from a lot, the way we grow up watching the people around us. And the first people we like, set an example for us like our role models was family our parents you know and if they're not able to work things out like we're kind of skeptical exactly we're more choosy i am extremely choosy with my friends too like i will not put out effort for a minute if i just know i will not i don't want to get to know you how the hell do we become friends then maybe because we have that common thread we get it how do we meet can you give me a sec How do we meet? How do we meet? We met because you were in our group for our job. And then I remember you asked me, what kind of Asian are you? And I was just like, that's a weird question. Oh my God. And I was just like, at first I was like, I don't want to tell this guy I'm Viet. Because I have like. No, I I think I threw you you off the wrong way. 
Yeah, because I'm like, because like, you know me, like I'm not very comfortable like telling people my heritage because of my own reasons. But you asked me like, wait, like do I tell <laughs> the truth or like what do I say? And and I remember your reaction when I gave you my answer. You're like, okay, like. Then, ah, I don't know. It's oh stemmed from there. I, oh yeah, that's how we met. That was the first thing I said to her. She's like, she just looks up from her food. Like, what kind of Asian are you? Okay. No, I looked up from the menu, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, "What kind of Asian are you?" <laughs> and then she's like, "Like she was like giving me this attitude." I was like, "Oh damn, I you know I shouldn't have done that." No, I think I think you asked me like, "Yo, are you Korean?" And I'm like, "It was either or." I don't know how you worded it, oh, but yeah. I remember like our reactions was just like so different. But then yeah, like you probably didn't have good vibes about me then since I asked you like that. I no. was so open and straightforward like, no because you know what nobody really starts off a conversation like that <laughs> it's usually hey like what's your name like how long you've been here for i didn't even know her name or anything and like, i just straight up asked her where are you that's why i'm like how to become friends off of that that's true i don't even remember i don't know how we became so close I remember, like, I helped you with some, some stuff, and then, like, it yeah. just kind of grew from there. Because I was like, yo, this girl's vibe, I can vibe with that, too. Like, we have no... In our group, we have no secrets, and we have no boundaries with each other. I was telling, like, Dan and Pal, like, I think the reason why, like, we get along a certain... Like, we get along so well is because there's just this understanding because we have a Viet heritage. Like, I was telling Pal, like, Every time I'm with her, she brings out this side of me that I can't show to my other friends. And I don't know, like, maybe that's the one thing that, like, makes us so close to each other. Because we just get each other. Maybe being Viet has something to do with it, but... It can. It's our version of Jung. Yeah. Yeah. So... Mm. But yeah, this girl was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was just like... Oh my god. And I think that, that after that, we had another meeting for mm-hmm. our workplace. Um, and then, like, me, you, and Dan, we just kept talking. And we were kind of like, excluding out the other people, which I felt bad for. But, like, we just couldn't stop talking to each other. <laughs> oh, yes. Where we had our own table. We went to Thai food. Oh, yeah. And we had our own table. we bonded. Oh, yes, we bonded at Thai food. And then we were like, yo, let's meet up with just us three because like we vibe differently. Well, we were, <laughs> yes, we did vibe very differently. That's where we started to open up to each other. Oh, yeah. This is when like Dan was telling us about like Korean dating culture and like we just talking about like EDM and everything. Yeah. I don't even remember. I just remember Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how we, that's how it all you started. You guys pretty much just grouped me in, I think. I mean, knowing my personality, we grew on you. So, do you remember I played a prank on Dan? Oh, I remember. What happened? That. I don't remember. It's just starting to come to me right now. What did what, what did I do? It was like, I don't know what you did, but I think like, oh, you're like, oh, like let's pretend like I have plans or something like that, or like, I don't know, but it was <sighs> through cacao chat. Yeah, it was something happened. Or we were trying to set up a meeting. Okay. Yeah, something like that. We were just trying to hang out together, and then I just because I was always busy, I was gonna flake. Oh yeah, I think was it so. something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> it was, it was of course, small you don't incident. remember. But like adventures with these two, it was the first time I ever got drunk in Korea. I woke up, thank God, I was not hungover, but my body was just, like just really sore. That's just what happens when I drink a lot. When I'm like nowadays, like my body just sore. I woke up next to these two because we're in the same bed. I'm like, I remember it being so hot. I'm like, holy shit, I'm oh sweating gosh. as fuck. That's like one of my most memorable nights in Korea. I don't know. We kept on buying. It was buying. a really good night. How did it start? We were, we were eating uh, Korean jeon, right? Yes. yes. And we had chestnut makgeolli. And I got like, yo. It you was, got fucked up over that. I got really tipsy. It was good. Then we brought it we over to your place. Too. And you... You got another drink. Yeah, pokumja. The, pokumja. the plum wine. The plum oh, yeah. wine, yes. And then we had like more soju. We had like more alcohol at your place, pal. Yeah. And that's when <laughs> shit got interesting. And I think at that point, that's when the all of our secrets just spilled out to each other. Yeah. And we got really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I barely remember that night. I blacked but out. But we do. Ugh. <laughs> you blacked out and you also threw up. up and you also 
Fuck you. Fuck all of you. I will never ever <laughs> I forget. Remember that. Oh I my god. Like, and we were hugging each other. And then we were laughing. No, we weren't like we're just like, oh my god, what do we do? I was high key laughing as you were crying. I'm like, what the hell is happening? I don't know how to handle that. Oh my gosh, that was really funny. <clears throat> Like, but, my, yeah. my older brother is crying. I've never <laughs> had this happen to me before. Uh, <laughs> and I think uh, you woke up with a hangover. A slight one, right? Oh, yeah. I think I was very hungover. And you think Extremely. You, you never get hungover. I do now. But not... Usually, I don't. I'm usually pretty good. But I think it's just age hitting me. Yeah. Probably. You're getting old. Yeah. Mm. I don't drink the same way I used to anymore. He's sadly. Opa age, guys. Ugh. Don't call me Opa. Okay, fine. I'll just she. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll actually take that. I'm okay with that. Mm. Yeah, you have a problem with people calling you Opa. You don't like it. I don't. You Is don't that, like Un either. I don't like that either. Yeah. Really? But you make us call it... You call yourself Un to us. Only because you guys say it. <laughs> oh. Only because you guys are comfortable with it. Oh, yeah. Like, it. funny story. Like, I'll be telling my friends about Dan. Like, I'm so, like thankful to have dan in my life like i have no worries about sharing dan to my other friends I'll dude like, i don't talk about dan to my friends at all i'll be like oh. yo you guys should be jealous of me because i got this amazing friend in my life his name is dan to be fair did you talk about us no i don't see oh, well shit girl no, no like, like i said i don't i don't put my shit out there but yeah he yeah, you yeah. don't meddle into other people yes yeah. but like okay so like I, i'll be going on dates with this korean guys and they'll be asking me you're like, on dates talking about another man <laughs> so like they'll be like ask me yo you got some other guys around you and i'm like yeah like i got like some really close friends right and i'll be like i'm so proud like dad is in my life oh yeah because it's not a thing in korea yeah so i'll be like yeah i have this men- i have this um this friend that i met ever since i came to korea like they've been helping me out and stuff like He's like, and I'd be like, he's my opa, but he's not really my opa. So I was trying to he's like. He's my blood opa. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like my older brother. And they were like, but that's opa still. And I'm like, but he's just a friend. So like every time I try to describe my friendship with Dan, it's always just been like, fuck, how am I supposed to tell them that like this is platonic? Mm. Yeah, that's not a thing in Korea. Same uh, different sex friendship. That's kind of hard to explain. I think. I, and I will never, ever understand it. It doesn't make any sense. And that is why cheating is okay. In Korea, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a... You know what I've been told? So, like, one c- local told me that, like, you know, like, for Westerners, if it's a, if it's, if a Korean is dating a uh, foreigner um, and they break up and they're still friends, that's completely fine because it's within our culture to do that, right? We're okay with being friends with our exes. Mm-hmm. But if a Korean dates another Korean and they're still quote-unquote friends after they break up, that's not okay. That's suspicious. Yeah, I've heard that too. Really? That's weird. So like even with my um, my ex-girlfriend who I've been in with eight years with, you know, that's, that's a bond, you know, that's a bond. Mm-hmm. So like even for me telling her after we broke up, saying, hey, listen, like, we don't have to be friends today. We don't have to be friends a year or even 10 years from now. But I hope one day we can be friends, you know, and she just kind of flat out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this as because I respect this woman a lot and she's a great person. I'm not talking shit about her when I say this, mm-hmm. but her respond to the friendship thing. She's like, I can't be your friend. I just can't. Never. I'm mm. like, okay. Fair enough. It's just a culture thing. Yeah. It's sad, but I mean, I have to take everybody has to do them you know so like same sex friends especially if you've been dating that just doesn't happen are you guys friends with your exes now like yeah, all your all other exes i'm friends with all of my exes except that one i am not i am not either. i think like for one of them if i ever bumped into them on the street like i'll be okay because i think i've reached a level of maturity where i'm just like things like fell apart because life happens and mm. You know, we were together for quite some time. And if I ever, like, had to be in the same room with them, I'll be okay. But can I be, like, platonic friend to them? Never. Mm. My bad, I'm just closing the door just to reduce the volume for the neighbors. It's a little bit, yeah. And I hear the baby crying. <laughs> oh, are we loud? Maybe. Yeah, let's just try to keep it down a little bit. It's almost 11. How about you, pal? Like, can you be friends with your exes? Come chill, come on. Come chill, baby. I cannot. Oh, really? Just because of how they ended. I mean... Mm, okay, that's a different story. I 
cheated on one and you know and i think it's just karma hitting back to me because i got cheated in the other relationships too mm. yeah but it's okay yeah. yeah i don't you know everything happens for a reason and i learned from those relationships so i'm fine not being friends with my exes i don't need to it's not necessary to i mean i won't gain anything from being their friend and i don't lose anything from not being their friend so i'm like content with it i could agree because like most of how my previous relationships ended it hasn't really been good well not good it hasn't really been clean and easy Mm. i'd say and i think the only relationship that broke that um that i had and we broke it up amicably is because like, i understood that like it was something out of our control and i was just like listen like i knew that this breakup is going to be best for both of us whereas the previous ones were pretty pretty, pretty much like one-sided and it was just like how and it was either very immaturely and they just like got out of hands and so i think like when i think about my life i don't want to live with reminders of my past like, mm. i don't want to be reminded of certain feelings that i've held for certain people i'm opposite i want to remember because it's part of my history it's part of my experience so mm. i don't want to let it go because it is a part <laughs> of my life <laughs> she hit her head huh? oh. she hit her head she was so cute <laughs> um like, I, I i'm with t on this like i don't want to be reminded of my past Okay. it's things i regret and you know i just not proud of them so mm. like i understand that we learned we learn from our regrets and our mistakes but yeah. i don't want like for example okay so if you're dating someone and you bought you know like i don't know you bought a gift a gift a house like a- gift together like you know like a plant mm. in the middle of the house you guys break up and you don't want to keep that plant there Okay. Because it's a reminder of, mm. you know, like your unhappy times. Like, I yeah. Plant for my ex girlfriend, so I get that one. See, and she, you're always, you're always gonna bring her up. Like, if a friend comes over, oh, where'd you get this? And you, yeah, my ex girlfriend. Okay, well, well there I, you go I, again. I, Back to I the chain that, of thought. When I say that, it, there's like no negativeness to it. Though, mm. for I me. think yeah. how you perceive it is really different from how we perceive because like there's always there's always gonna be people that who thinks like dan and people who think like us right for me it's just like i want my life to be happy i want to be satisfied and content and i want the person in my next relationship to not kind of have that insecurity because i have a plan for my ex that's fair Mm. you know i'm not doing it for my for Mm. that next partner of mine but i'm just doing it for the well-being of my future life Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense that actually does yeah but for me in my defense if homegirl's not cool with it well i don't want to be with you <laughs> be secure with yourself because yeah. you're the one with me right now you yeah know? i chose you at the end of the day i chose you love yourself yeah love that's yourself. so important you guys love yourself know your worth dan do you love yourself oh yeah i love myself i do t do you love yourself i'm learning to hmm. well i'm learning to but i do know that i love myself yeah otherwise i'd be fucking a lot of hoes right now easily maybe <laughs> like me? not trying to sound cocky but i think i'm pretty good looking <laughs> <laughs> i mean yes t like you fucking a lot of hoes you know <sighs> left friend satin but like how about this what was the one thing that you've learned a positive thing that you've learned during your time in korea love myself yeah i talked about it in like a past podcast episode but it's basically the same thing as like the same question uh they're asking what what has korea done to change you as a person from beginning to this point in time for me it's to love myself uh because to start with with my past at least i'm very mixed to start with and i grew up kind of i did grow up in a broken family you know um so that's a lot of baggage Mm -hmm. and coming here to korea um just being who I am, just my very existence, just just based on facts, I'm mixed. That's already like an anomaly, you know. And you know, Korea is a very homogenous country. Everybody's kind of the same, kind of same mindset, kind of same background. You know, if you're different in any sense of the word, you're ostracized in this country. Mm, you know, very so true. like just for being who I am as a person, I'm already ostracized. 
just for existing. I'm something so different that I'm already ostracized just for living, just for being, you know? So like at that point, it's like, mm, you have to love yourself when your starting point is everybody already hates you. Everybody already has something negative to say about you just for existing. It wasn't even your fault. It was your parents' fault, you know? So like, if no one's going to love me, who's going to love me? Me. So like at this point now, I think I've learned to really love myself and just accept myself who I am and not give a fuck about what people say in general. Mm-hmm. That includes my family, you know? So yeah, that's what I've learned since I've been here. How about you, pal? I learned to be more confident with myself and not second guess myself. You know, I always knew I wanted to live in Korea for a short while. But after coming here, I started to feel like it wasn't the best decision for me. Just because in the very beginning, it was very uncomfortable. You know, like, I didn't know the language. So I didn't, you know, most people, like, learned the alphabet back home or whatnot. I didn't learn anything. You know, I came here not knowing anything about the language. I started from scratch here. And that's all on me. But I just felt like I couldn't belong to this community. Um, Every point that you mentioned, Dana, that's why. So I just feel like, you know, it pushed me to be more confident with myself and in my decision, you know, not to second guess myself. So... That's what being here for the year has taught me. And every, you know, decision I make in the future, I won't second guess myself because I ended up loving my time here. And it just took me like stepping out of my comfort zone, pushing myself and not being afraid of what others, you know, think about me. So, yeah, that's what I really learned and take away from this experience here. And you, T? Although, like, we joke, and you guys are 100% allowed to joke about this, um, about, like, how I'm dating different people in Korea and, like, just having, like, different experiences, like, sexual experiences and whatnot. Like, background story, like, back home, like, I've always been repressed by traditional parents. And when I came to Korea, I was pretty restless, you know, like, I brought back, I brought a lot of, like, the values and morals my parents had taught me. You shouldn't do this because you're a girl. You shouldn't do this if you want to be decent. Um, and I guess, like, for those who have, like, who are second generation Americans, Canadians, whoever you're from, and you have immigrant parents, you probably understand what I'm talking about. Coming to Korea, I was able to kind of break free of that and explore my own priorities and, like, just follow my own expectations. Mm. It's not wrong to date other people like I previously thought. It's not. And yeah. if you had asked me about my sexual experiences back before I came to Canada, I would have felt really guilty talking about it. But now I'm sitting here with you guys and I'm able to talk about it with such confidence. And it's because I'm sure of myself. I'm confident in my self-empowerment to be able to take back like my autonomy and to believe in myself Especially the fact that, like, there's nothing wrong with having sex with different people as long as you're doing it safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with exploring, like, what you like, what you don't like. And and I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. I'm I mean, really proud of you for I'm that. Of and you. I'm very impressed. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm like, damn. I'm really impressed. Get I'm like, dick down, girl. Like, mm. They've yes. heard uh, crazy stories, but <laughs> I've kept it PG-13 for this podcast. But all but. I'm saying, Korea has taught me to be more comfortable with your own skin my own skin but also to be confident with myself like self-love guys Mm -hmm. that whatever your definition of self-love is just make sure that everything that you're doing as long as you're not hurting other people as long as you're like doing it safely and within the best interest of yourself Mm -hmm. then do it up don't let people tell you otherwise Mm mm-hmm that's that's another thing like if it doesn't concern you if it doesn't hurt you it doesn't hurt other people either then there's nothing wrong with don't it. worry about me like my relationship with him doesn't hurt you so why do you care about our relationship for us mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like mind your damn business i'm in an and I'm, I'm in an open relationship right now and everyone is asking me like why would you do that to yourself or 
or they're like oh is it because he wants other girls and you're just okay and you're just accepting this choice i've never like had that thought in my head when you told me actually i was just like hey as long as you're happy girl i get it i get it but you know what these are friends from back home in canada judging me for these choices and i'm like this is a 100 percent mutual agreement i'm i'm not forced into this open relationship it's something we both want but it's like, why are you guys judging me and telling me what I should, what kind of relationship I should be in or shouldn't be in when it doesn't affect you? Mm. You know, like not like you're my son or my daughter where my open relationship bothers you. It just doesn't make sense. So that's the thing. Like, so if it doesn't hurt you or, you know, it, don't worry about my relationship. I wonder what it is about like moving to a different country that kind of breaks that mentality. Mm. I think part of that, I, I think about that a lot too. Um, I think part of it is because we are in a foreign country. We're able to like remake our image. Like free yourselves huh. of yeah. our past we, expectations. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have like, you don't have parents. You don't have friends from back home. Like if we stay home, let's just say, okay. You actually kind of are living in a bubble. There's a little bubble that doesn't know what's outside of it. We left that bubble. So that we we put ourselves in a new bubble where nobody like literally when we come here we don't really know the culture we don't know even the foreigners even within us let's just say within our foreigners we're not even counting Koreans now okay we got foreigners coming from America Canada South Africa Ireland you know we're all coming from very different backgrounds and all of a sudden it's like do I fit into your bubble no because your bubble is different from that other guy's bubble Mm -hmm. you know your Canadian bubble is different from the South African bubble. Which bubble do I go to? I can't. I have to make my own bubble. Mm-hmm. You know? Does that make sense? And it's like rewriting your story. Yeah, it's rewriting your story. Because you come here, no one knows anything about you. Mm-hmm. You know? I could be an FBI agent if I wanted to in my past life. I mean, I mean, my past life. My, you know, my last time here. But like, no one knows anything about you. Yeah. So it's just, you're starting fresh. Mm-hmm. And that's, that comes with moving to another country. Yeah, and I think it's also nice too, is that we're starting fresh at our age. Mm. like this is an age where i don't know you i came a little bit later to korea um so my personality was starting to solidify already but i think because we're able to start fresh we're able to repaint that Mm -hmm. whatever hasn't solidified in your personality Mm -hmm. like for instance okay pretend there's like a picture of you okay Mm -hmm. there's a blank picture of you just like a body like a body mark Mm -hmm. like you just died on the street it's a police white chalk line Okay, so back home, we already chalked in that body line, like maybe halfway. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And then that last half, we're building it here in Korea. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're able to refinish that chalk line here in Korea. I'm not or, finishing or, my chalk line in Korea, but I I'm do finishing, get what I'm you're finishing, saying. I'm finishing at 80, but we get a little bit of Korean colors in there. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes That's sense. That's how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Korea has taught me a lot. Like, I mean, I love how I'm learning more about myself, my identity, and I love being able to, like, see how I grow. Like, I changed so much within the 12 months I've been here. Like, I don't know, like, if Dan noticed, because I I feel like I just dump everything on Dan. Like, all my emotional issues, I just call up Dan and be like, yo, this is what's happening. To be honest, I barely remember half of that. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's why it's so nice. (laughs) Because you're this black hole of secrets. And the thing is, once we tell you, you're probably not going to remember. Yeah. But I just love seeing, like, not only my own progression, but, like, my friends, too. Yeah, it's fun to see all my friends. Especially because I've been here a little bit longer than you guys. So I've got to see my friends change for four years. You guys got to see yourselves and your friends for one year. Mm -hmm. And it's already amazing, yeah? So once you see them for four years, seeing their change, it's like, these are dope people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of the attraction that kind of keeps me here in Korea too. Is like I get to see people grow. Whereas back home, I'm going to go back to the bubble example. It's like, you haven't changed, motherfucker. You know? You're kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Cause it, I because we're, you're doing routine. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just being in another country that just makes you think differently. Your thought process. That's why yeah. I, I feel like I'm not ready to go back yet. I feel like... I have to reach a certain point mm-hmm. before I'm like, okay, like 
I don't mind leaving Korea within the next year or so. Yeah. I wish I could say, say this thing. But your situation is different. It's yeah. unique. Yeah. I yeah. really wanted to stay. I mean, I signed a new contract and, you know, ready to do it and all, but... Sometimes, like, life can throw shit at us, but... I feel like your time in Korea hasn't ended just quite yet. You might be back. You never know. Yeah. There's actually a lot of people who come back. Even people from my intake, they come back sometimes. Yeah, I've heard people do the same yeah. thing where, um, you know, like their parent like got diagnosed with cancer, for example, and they like took off for like two intakes and then they came back. Yeah. Mm. I know someone in Daejeon who had that. <coughs> who that my bad. Who had that happen. Their parents got like cancer or some shit. Or he got cancer. I can't even remember. And then he had to leave and then come back. Yeah. It's always a possibility to come back, you know. Korea's not going to go anywhere. We're, it's we're, gonna be we're a fucking country. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only thing that might change is the Epic program, to be honest. Yeah. And, like, the job market in general. Yeah. But That's you don't have to go back to teaching yeah, you if don't. it means you going back to Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's always a possibility. And I feel like, um, for us, I mean, we're already pretty close. But I feel like there's more that we can do to grow together still. I feel like there's things that I want to experience with you guys, you know. Guys, I want to travel together. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm like, that can means... We, can we do it? Like, do you think it's doable? You know what yeah. I'm thinking right now? I'm going to get shit-faced with these guys every single fucking night. Just basically <laughs> one night, I'm going to get fucking shit-faced every single night. It's, it would be so fun. I wouldn't mind. I can rent a car and we can go somewhere. Yasu. Mm. Mm. That sounds really fun. I mean, Just we gotta I find have a weekend. A month left. Yeah. Well, the only thing is with this Corona thing going on right now. Oh That's yeah. My We're not corona. allowed to travel. Yeah. I don't even know my schedule, but hey. That's the thing, and the thing too. I'm a mentor too, so I don't know if I need to be here if something happens. Uh, and, you know what? We yeah. live in modern times, Dan. Skype them. Yeah. Skype your mentees. I know. Yeah. Hmm. It's a possibility. You got at least a month there still. Yeah. We'll so, figure something out, maybe. Mm. Uh, we should probably... Uh, like, Powell has a busy schedule, so if you want to plan something out now, <laughs> like, Jesus. we, we got to make sure we reserve those days we before reserve, she... Like, we probably should have reserved, like, six months in advance. I know. Jesus. Like, just oh, predicting what? her leaving the country. Uh-uh. Like, I have a funny feeling. She's going to probably dip out of here soon. Time to, like, book our vacation By the way, together. I dropped the bomb on them that I'm leaving Korea, like... It was just randomly. A couple weeks ago. Like, it was just random yeah. out of nowhere. Like I honestly I didn't plan for this and it's yeah, just Yeah, it wasn't planned. You can't hard. plan for that. I'm, s- I'm so sad. I mean we get it, it's fine. You gotta do you. I made a life here, you know. You'll always have a home in Tejon. Probably Dan's home because he actually has two rooms, but you know. There you go. No, you need I got that guest room, so yeah. 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 Either way, I mean Despite the challenges that we've been through as foreigners in Korea, there's a lot of beauty to that challenge, too. There is. Mm-hmm. It's growth. It's the silver lining. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at us now. I've never seen T smile so brightly. Really? Oh, girl, damn. No, it's Must true. be the I'm, dick. I'm not even joking. Since, uh, well, since the last time, I, last time I met you was for your eyes. Oh, man. Dan you... has seen me through a lot of shit, man. Like, I remember it was on my apartment floor and we just like had we had just had like oh, a yeah, bro moment and, and on your both... floor no we were just sitting on the floor. I have no chairs yeah oh. her apartment, her apartment. yeah yeah so I have no chairs but then I just remember and then like I remember we had a moment we were both it... going through a really rough time at that time and I'm like am I ever going to feel okay like I knew like I was going to be like decent but like I think when I say I'm learning to love myself I'm at this moment, I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, I am starting to be more selfish, taking back what I want and asking for things of what I want. And it's so interesting to, to hear that you guys see me smile so brightly because I haven't even, even noticed smiling. It. You're glowing. Yeah. Even you if you're good. not smiling, you're mm-hmm. vibrant. You your see energy. it in your face, your yeah. energy, your, I don't know. It's just something. It's different. It's different. And it's nice. It's a good different. I yeah. love it. And it makes me so happy. Mm. I just feel like you. there was like an anchor on you. You know, six months ago, there's an anchor on you. And now it has just been lifted halfway. 
<laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. Here's a lesson for all of you. There's nothing wrong with being just a little bit selfish for yourself. And that thing, I think... And don't feel bad about being selfish. Yeah. yeah. Ask for things of what you want. Don't be afraid to reaffirm them boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With that, I think that's a great spot to stop. We're an hour in, guys. Yeah. That was an hour? <laughs> that was an hour. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, let's close this out real quick. Okay. Pow, pow. This is probably my last time on here. Possibly. Which is mm-hmm. very sad. Mm. I think we'd have more, but... Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad I am ending it here with the three of you. Yeah. My time on your podcast. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad too. It was... I would say this was a very special podcast episode with all of us. Yeah. And of course, thank you, Miss T, for coming on. Glad to share. She'll still be here. She'll still be here. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, You can always catch us at makalimomos.buzzsprout.com. And of course, all of your favorite streamers. That includes Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all them doodads. And if you haven't heard already, I am broke. Please join our Patreon because this shit costs me money. Please mm. support the needy. Yes, please support the needy. No, for real though, if you guys can join us and help us even just for a dollar, that'd be really appreciated. Thank you guys. And with that, peace out. Bye.